0: Before we get into today's podcast, here is two ways that I can help you out completely for free and how to lose fat forever and do it while enjoying the process. Firstly, book in your free Fat Loss Forever Blueprint call. This is where I'm going to help you map out the next six months completely free. How to eat, how to sleep, how to train, all that stuff. You can do that at andrewmarsonfitness.com forward slash AMF strategy session. Also, link will be in the description. Next, I can give you a free custom meal plan to get the ball rolling with your nutrition. Go to andrewmarshallfitnesscom forward slash meal dash plan dash application. Again, link will be in the description. And if you want to know more about our AMF 4-Hour Workout Week program and where I will help you guarantee you get a life-changing result over the next 6 months and lose fat forever, that's andrewmarshallfitnesscom forward slash get dash fit dash fast. Again, link in the description. Let's get
1: into today's episode. I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day to day jobs. In fact, you may even have two, and you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham.
0: So, today we are going to be covering how to drastically improve cognitive function and overall performance. So, let me just dive into my presentation here. Again, any questions, feel free to, to file them into the chat at any time, um, and we can get you started. That's my schedule, which I will be showing you later on. Um, so I will be sharing that with you in a, a minute or two, or well, not a minute or two, <laughs> maybe maybe 20 or so. Um, so what we're covering today, five habits that will drastically improve cognitive function. Uh, oh, somebody's a wee bit loud there. Yeah. Um, I was John. John and Helen, better watch yourselves. <laughs> um, five habits to drastically improve cognitive function and performance. Uh, my own personal to do list for staying sharp. And then scheduling and structure to streamline your day. Ultimately, a lot of the things, um, especially towards maybe the back half of the call that I will cover, will tend to be around removing a lot of the thinking and the thought process from your day. Again, I'll, and I'll touch on a lot of these things in a second, but we are so mentally drained and, and pushed in, in, in this modern world that scheduling, structuring, planning, like I cannot overemphasize the importance and the value of it enough. Um, and again, of course, I'm going to just going to get into some of my own tactics, techniques and, and things that I personally recommend as well. Um, so habit number one, physical activity. Exercise actually makes you smarter. <laughs> there you go. So um, it genuinely does has been linked several times to not only enhance brain function and cognitive performance, but actually increasing your overall uh, output in terms of cognitive cognitive function as well. And I don't know about you, but when I do leave the gym in the morning, I leave absolutely fired up. Um, I leave absolutely ready to go. Raring for the day and, and and i'm i'm feeling fresh and and, and I'm, I'm kind of up for it um kind of up for it was a, was a poor word there but i'm up for it you know what i mean um one study is actually showing that a specific molecule called irisin released during the exercise due during any endurance exercise improves cognitive function and protects the brain against degeneration now again one thing that we hammer home here is longevity um Longevity, living a good life, living a long, healthy, happy quality of life. One of the number or if the number one thing that you can do to to prolong your life and improve the quality of it is physical exercise and maintaining your muscle mass. So things like resistance training, things like building and maintaining lean muscle. That is what's going to keep you young, fit and healthy for a very long time. They've studied it time and time again. And every single time, what comes top? Two things. Healthy body fat range and, and maintaining your muscle mass. So, again, just making sure that you are resistance training and ticking the boxes off and making sure that you're kind of following the protocols and things that we have laid out, absolutely key. Um, and, again, another study investigated kind of links between um cardiovascular fitness motor skills and academic scores and they actually found that those with poorer scores got poorer test results and those with better performance and fitness got better test results so again actual <coughs> uh, cognitive performance enhancements in terms of just exercise alone now openness to new experiences this is this is a this is this is more of a mindset than anything else um and the the, the the study was called the impact of sustained engagement and cognitive function in older adults. Now, and they found that learning new and demanding skills while maintaining an engaged social network are key to staying sharp as we age. So they actually revealed that less demanding activities, such as you know, listening to classical music, simply you know, completing word puzzles and things like that, don't actually provide any noticeable benefits for your aging mind and brain. <coughs> older adults who um, performed more complex tasks. For example, you, you, you will often hear of people talking about you know working to stay sharp or working to stay on it sort of thing. There, that is very much true because you're put in positions where you, you're forced to problem solve on a higher level. So maintaining a high level of, of, of skill and sharpness in those areas where you're actually being challenged with tasks, higher level um, problem solving activities, et cetera, will improve your performance improve your learning capacity and will also improve your memory as well over time so again try and solve problems try and find challenges these are certainly for me This this, this is this is a daily occurrence <laughs> trying to to problem solve trying to, to figure out what, what how I'm going to help you guys more how I'm going to you know continue to help more people how we're going to improve the program how we're going to get better every single day and week and year so again try to think of ways that. You can implement problem solving and, and things like that into your kind of day to day. So habit number three: social connections. This is actually um, an interesting one, <clears throat> and you may or may you may or may not have heard of this before. Um, the biggest cause of death, believe it or not, that has been linked to a considerable death is is, is loneliness it is loneliness, it is becoming lonely at an old age, that is genuinely one of the top causes of death. Those who have an active social circle, have active social connections, tend to live longer, and will actually prevent psychological and cognitive decline, which is crazy. But again, if you think about it, what were humans designed for? Humans were designed to be social, to, to, to be in an environment, to be in a community. We are not designed to be alone. That, that's not how we're, we're designed. We're designed to be in a group, a tribe, a, a, a huddle. There's quite a, quite a tribe on tonight. I think there's 25 years on. I think that's a record, um, which is good. Um, but we are designed for social situations. So maintaining a, a solid social circle, whether that's family, friends, close relations, doesn't matter again, has been shown time and time again to actually prolong life and enhance f- psychological and cognitive performance. So again, getting yourself into to some groups like this um, can be a great place to go. And one research paper found that, that those isolated from others can r- result in disruptive sleep, elevated blood pressure, uh, increases in cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and um, Increased depression and lower all subjective well-being. So again, getting yourself into social settings or you know going out and about, trying to, to take part in different things, will actually help cognitive performance, which is again a, a pretty pretty amazing. Mindful meditation. Um, so meditation has been linked on several occasions to improve cognitive performance and an overall stress reduction. I must admit. <laughs> I have personally struggled to stay consistent and prioritize this. Um, I have tried meditation and started, med- fit tr- started and failed meditation more times than I can count. <laughs> um, but every time I look at the research, it continues to become a topic of dis- discussion. And it's something that is very, very new in terms of research, but it's literally ancient in terms of the actual practice. If you think about all the ancient Chinese medicines and things like that, and monks, et cetera, all of these people have been meditating for millennia. Like millennia. <laughs> from, 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 from since the dawn of time, these people have been meditating. Um, and it's not for nothing. And genuine, genuine, genuinely, this is something that I really think everyone should at least try. There are different forms of meditation. I am actually... Finding that the best form of meditation for me is going to the gym, is going up my, this is this is why I'm doing, and you may have seen that I'm doing two-a-day workouts, this is why I'm doing it, because I go up there, I switch off everything, and I just go in and, and just tune in with my body. Don't listen to anything. I maybe turn on some music at at, the very best, but everything else is switched off. No phone, no looking at messages, nothing. I just focus on the movements and really making very intense contractions. Again, meditation doesn't have to be you sitting with your legs folded in a basket going hum every every five minutes it can be quite a lot of different things stretching relaxing chilling out there's loads of different ways you can do it and i am finding that again it's more about just removing your mind or or, and focusing well not thinking ahead and not thinking behind and and focusing very much in the present so when i go up the stairs to train for 20 minutes 20 it's literally 20 25 minutes nothing crazy um I'm focusing in very light dumbbell workouts. They're like four to six kilo dumbbells. That's it. That. I don't, I don't use heavy weights at all. It's very much high rep sets, twenty to twenty-five reps, and getting a pump. I'm focusing really heavily on contractions. So contracting my muscles, feeling my body, and feeling how it actually works. And that is what meditation is. It is about switching off and becoming a little more in tune with you, your body, and your surroundings. And again, time and time again, it has been linked to improved cognitive performance, relaxation, stress reduction, and then in turn, overall increase in performance all around. Now, I have enjoyed using I have enjoyed using the CAM app, and I have enjoyed using um, Sam Harris Waking Up. Both are pretty good. Um, I do not know about the camera, but you do have to pay for the Sam Harris one. Um, it's not a, you know, a, a crazy investment or anything like that, um, okay. but it is um, an investment. Um, so again, worth looking into. You do get a thirty-day free trial with with the Sam Harris one for sure. So give it a go. Ten minutes. See if it, see if it has a benefit. If it doesn't, no stress. You can use, for example, going a walk is another fantastic one. I will leave my phone and go for a walk. And just go out, just go out into the, you know, the, the nice little forest and stuff down there with the river and things like that kind of near me. I will go a walk and go around those kind of surroundings just to tune out again a little bit. Um, but again, they do make a big difference. So five, getting enough sleep. Time and time again, sleep is always at the forefront of the research. And of course, there's a spelling mistake, <laughs> which is pretty standard for anyone who's first time in the call. Um, sleep is always at the forefront of the research when it comes to performance and cognitive function one of the believed benefits is that it's an intense it's, it's it's an intense brain activity for the brain to consolidate your learning for the day and so the brain actually benefits from let more energy being available so your brain takes up the vast majority of the calories that you burn on a daily basis surprisingly it takes like hundreds of calories just to, to, to have the brain on. so if then all of the exercise the physical activity etc switches off at night that gives you a chance it gives you that's when all of your learnings for the day are consolidated and it gives your your brain sorry a chance to, to, to actually download what's happened for the day. Um, again there's, there's kind of new research coming out around this um, or because it's you know less distractions fewer inputs etc. And again, a solid kind of six to eight hours has been proven to to <clears throat> um to show to decreased risk to Alzheimer's, all sorts of other um sorts of things. Russell Brand Awakening channel on YouTube has various guided meditations. Brian Frank, thank you very much. There is my girlfriend listens to a lot of um a lot of things in YouTube. She will just uh YouTube certain things and then try and kind of go to sleep. Um, but she she's it's more like uh, kind of soothing sounds and stuff. But yeah, that's a great shout you able to get stuff, no bother. Um, sorry, I seem to be quite bummed up today. I did have a COVID test this morning, <laughs> and it came back negative. So I should be good to go. Um, these are my own personal to-dos for staying sharp. If you want to stay sharp, do this every day. I cannot... T- listen, I have been on the go since 5 a.m. I have had probably over nine hours of Zoom calls today. <laughs> which doesn't sound like a lot. No, it's not very physical, but it's training. And I've done two workouts and hit, at this point, 12,210 steps. I am fine. I've got loads of energy. I, I Just by doing this, I, this is what keeps me sharp. I, I very, My performance very rarely dips unless I'm not doing this. This is the only time. If I'm not ticking these consistently, then... I get I, I, yeah, my performance dips, my, my I crash. I three, three o'clock, I'm hanging over the desk. I've, I've been there and done all of these things. But these are the things that keep me absolutely sharp as attack the majority of the time. Number one, and everyone should know about this, the two-hour GSD morning routine, which is get shit done morning routine for anyone who doesn't know. Cold shower to start the day. Cannot emphasize the importance enough this is one of the toughest things you'll do all day but everything else you do during the day becomes easier because of it because if you can jump in a shower at five o'clock in the morning and force yourself under a freezing cold tap everything else becomes very easy for the next couple of hours <laughs> and then again if you're doing your biggest tasks for the day whether that's workouts going to walk you know, doing some work whatever is important to you then again You're front-loading your day when you have the most willpower and the most focus. Second for me is one litre of water and waking. I have one of these when I get up. I actually have slightly more because I have one of these, a coffee, and um, uh, a glass of water with some effervescent vitamins in it. You know, the ones you put in and then dissolve and all that. So I have that every single morning. So it's probably around 1.3 to 1.5 litres absolute max. I have when I get up. But start with a litre or start with 500 mil if you can, if you can force yourself. Fasting till 8 a.m. This is three hours after I wake up. Now, this is something I've done more recently. There is no magical benefits to it. It just means that I don't need to worry about piecing together a breakfast and I can get really focused on my own work. When I wasn't in control of my schedule, what I'd done was, and when I worked my nine to five, was I got up, I'd done the litre of water in the cold shower, I had something very light to eat, and then I'd done some work, and then I went to the gym, and then I went to work. Um, now, because I have control over my schedule, I just get up, water, coffee, go. Do not collect $200, do not pass go, just go for it. <laughs> Take action. And that I find I thrive on that. And it means by 8 a.m., when, when most people are waking up, I'm already a good bit ahead for the day. Um, and, and I've got a few things ticked off. Caffeine stroke nootropic midday. So I will touch on what a nootropic is in a second um, and show you the kind of supplements and things like that that I have been looking into more and more. Um, I have been experimenting with these recently. And I am genu- genuinely seeing some benefits from it. They could be placebo. They could be perceived but they're still benefits. For example, if you actually look at um, research on on drugs, as in pharmaceutical-grade drugs, the vast majority do not make it to market because of the placebo effect. (laughs) The placebo effect is stronger than, I think, I I don't know the exact numbers, but I am pretty certain it's over 80% of pharmaceutical-grade drugs do not make it to the market because the placebo effect is stronger, <laughs> which, is, which is crazy. So, again, I am experimenting with these nootropics. I will talk about them in a minute. Um, I have a slide on them. But even if it's a perceived benefit, it's still a benefit. <laughs> so, again, that, that is important to realise. Brisk walks evenly spaced throughout the day. This, to me, is an absolute must. The three by 15 method. You've probably heard me talk about it. What's that? The three by 15 method is three 15 minute walks spaced throughout the day. Simple as that. One in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening. That's it. I have one when I get. I, I go walking in the morning. Mines tend to be a little longer. I tend to do maybe 30 minutes. Um, but if you can, if you can, hit 15, that's a start. Walk when I get up in the morning after my breakfast walk after my lunch or on my lunch kind of thing after I've eaten and then walk in the evening and to me you are far more productive you get far more done and you again just get you're just refreshed for example if you're working from home if you're welded to the laptop like me for god knows how many hours a day (laughs) then you need a little bit of a break you need something to re-stimulate and again, just going a walk is key. Mark, Four Sigmatic Coffee with linesman mean is really good. Mark, I have heard some very good things about that. I actually have some in the cupboard that I haven't used in a very, very long time. Um, but I have heard it's very decent. There's another one, again, that, that, that a friend mentioned. He put something called Alpha GPC in it, um, and, and, and into that exact thing that you mentioned. And he says it's absolutely fantastic. I haven't got around to picking it up yet, um, but he says it's super. Mm-hmm. So scheduling and planning in blocks. Anyone who knows me personally knows that I get things done in blocks. Everything I do is in blocks um, of two, three, four hours. I try and really chunk things down and streamline it as much as possible. Like meal prep, for example, um, exercise, workouts. Like I, I have times for everything if I can. And I understand not everyone has the ability to do that. But even when I was in my nine to five, I still had rough ideas of when I wanted to do things, how I wanted to work. I would block time and set it aside for a specific task until it was done. Because focusing in one task before moving on to the next, again, has been drastically shown to increase the output that you can produce. So again, that to me is optimizing performance. Pre-bed 60-minute routine. This is the 60-minute nighttime de-stress. The... 60 minute nighttime de stress and the two hour GSD morning routine are both fully downloadable frameworks on the website on the the, the members portal. They are downloadable cheat sheets PDF. The f- exact routine is in those. And again, if you need some help finding them, please let me know. Um, or my, or Jordan knows more point in any direction. But the 60 minute nighttime de stress cut off at bed. I I wind down after you know for 30 to 60 minutes. Well, 60 minutes. Um. And that's me, I'm good. I, I go through my evening my routine, I, I cover my face with an eye mask, I tape my mouth shut, um, and I'm good to go. And that's me, asleep, breathe easy, nice. And then I have made my second workout cut off in the evening. So with the exception of tonight, because it would be far too late to do a workout after this, I did do it just before, but I did stop my calls an hour earlier. Normally, I would take calls up until 8 p.m. I took calls up until 7 p.m. this evening, and we'll do that moving forward. I will break for my workout and then get into this call. Um, And again, I am finding that this is having a significant effect on how I feel going to bed. Um, I'm clear-headed, I'm fresh, I'm I'm ready to go to sleep, um, and I'm good to go for the morning. Nootropics and supplementation. Before I move on, any questions so far? Anything anyone wants to jump in on? All good. Ramon's walking about there in sunny California, showing off. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking out the front window of a house in Coburnley. <laughs> to the pitch black and the pouring rain, <laughs> but but all good. Um, nootropics and supplementation. So we are in the early stages of really understanding brain supplementation, but there are a few out there right now that have been shown to have a perceived benefit. Um, I am experimenting with one as we speak, um, and again, uh, I will I will maybe actually go and grab it. Um, it's called Ghost Supplements. Um, and it's a, a nootropic, it's called. That's the, the term for brain supplementation. The, the three promised ingredients, L-theanine, CDP, choline, and creatine monohydrate. Good old creatine. <laughs> um, again, I have actually upped the amount of creatine I take over the last week, again, based off of advice from a friend and trialing things out, just to see if it has any impact. Again, I'll try anything out. I'm a, I'll always guinea pig myself first and try these things out and see if it has a measurable effect. For, for some for some people, these won't have an effect, for some they will. And again, even if it's a perceived effect, still an effect. <laughs> so again, even if me upping the creatine dose does nothing for me, but I think it does, then it's, you could argue it's a benefit because ultimately it's all in your head. And that's a lot of what it comes down to when, when we talk about brain supplementation, nootropics. But these three have been shown to have a significant benefit. So if you are picking up nootropics, um, have a look for these. And, of course, I mean, there's one I didn't put here, but good old caffeine. (laughs) Um, Good old caffeine, good old coffee. You can't go wrong. It is most certainly the world's most proven performance enhancer. Um, And it is the most used drug in the face of the planet. Um, Yes, it is an actual drug. That is what it's coined as. Um, So, yeah, big fan. Scheduling and structure. So this is the kind of final slide I have. I'll show you a brief overview of mine. Scheduling and structure are key to success, in my opinion. I take it seriously, and I believe it sets you free. Why? Less thinking, more planning, more action-taking. The reason people succeed, in my opinion, in this program is we do the thinking for them. We, do, we, we remove the thinking. You need to take action. Okay, there's still a level of thinking required, but ultimately the framework is there. The meals, the nutrition, the steps, listen, if you do this, you get a result, simple. And that's the goal. And and this is how I run my, operate my day in my life. If I can remove as much thinking as possible from my day, it allows me to to, to be productive, to just take action. Again, I'll show you my, my trusty A4 that I, of course, always have. To hand. <laughs> every hand. Every, every, everything's jotted down. But I, I have taken this to another level on a, a spreadsheet. Um, and this allows me to look zoomed out at my week. That's how I zoom out from my day. So the night before I'll sit down and map out to the weekly schedule what my daily schedule looks like. Now again, this is probably a bit much for most. Um, and that's fine. But even just taking some steps to To plan out when your workouts are going to be, when you're you're finishing work, when you're you're prepping your meals, when you're you're thinking ahead, you're you're being proactive. If you can be proactive in everything that you do or the way you approach nutrition, training, your lifestyle, your results will 10x, honestly. And and that's not me just saying that. That is actually research-backed. Those who have a goal and a plan are 10 times likely to succeed and get 10 times the results when they do. That was a Harvard study in 1985. Um, and it, was, it was on income levels, but the principles apply. Um, so this is what my schedule looks like right now. <clears throat> and this is how I map it out. And again, take as much or as little from this as you want. This is just me. This is obviously not going to be everyone. This is how I map it out. I map my day into 30 minute increments so everything is mapped out into these 30-minute blocks. I have specific tasks and blocks of time where I focus on certain aspects. So again, I run two businesses, so ultimately me trying to to segregate these as much as possible and spend 90-minute sessions on each tends to work really well for me. So that is what I'm finding works well. I have my training planned in. Now, when I'm creating my schedule, the things that I put in first are these, my time off, my training. These go in the schedule before anything, and these are my, my, my evening kind of sessions. And then, again, my, my switch off time at night. This is everything that I'm doing right now. And, again, the importance of putting these off in first, to me, is key. But, again, I very much operate off structure, so. I know that when I'm, I know that tomorrow, this is what I need to do. Tomorrow morning, when I wake up in the morning, I'm focusing on making AMF better for for two hours. For two hours, I'm going to brainstorm on how I can make this program better. Every single week, every single week, I sit down and go, How can I give you guys a better service? How can I improve this program? What more can we do to help you out? Saturday morning, I run through my numbers and my finances. Then I'm working in projects, and these are kind of specific things as well towards the start of the week. But this just gives me so much clarity on my day and my training, non negotiable. Doesn't matter what's happening, unless it's a serious emergency. I'm training at these times. I don't book calls then, I don't take calls then, I refuse calls at these times. Again, I could show you my calendar for today. There was a lot on it, but I will refuse calls at these times and meetings at these times because that is when I have time to train. Same with this; I do not look at my phone during this time frame. Between seven and eight, I refuse to answer, look at, or any or anything to do with my phone. It is non-existence. It's a brick. It's just often not in the same room as me because I need this time personally to stay on track. And then again, I'm switching off at night. And this is a really hard line in the sand for me as well. This 8.30 needs to be a cut off. If I want to perform the next day, if I want to be at my best the next day, I have to be shutting off a decent time at night. So again, um, that is key for me. Those cutoffs, having that structure in place, again, that is that's how I run my day because I'm in control of it. I, I didn't do that to that level when I was in my nine to five, but I did do the hours I was outside. I always planned in the hours outside my nine to five. So I obviously I well it was wasn't really a nine to five, it was more of a seven to four, but like that's that's irrelevant, you know. <laughs> um so I started work at maybe seven and I would finish around four. And then outside of that, from 4 a.m. to 7 a.m., I knew what I was doing. I knew what I had in the diary. I was having my training, my my work tasks for this. These, this was the most important thing I had to do first thing. And then I was training because working on me, working on myself is more important than, than anything on a daily basis. There is no, nothing. I don't, I don't care how much money someone's going to pay me to sign up for a program or, or how important anything is or whatever it is, whether it's a call with Jordan or the team, it, it doesn't matter nothing is more important to me than scheduling in those workouts that I need every day. Because that's the, that's the level of seriousness that I take um, my own training at. If I can't hold myself to that standard, why would anyone else that I'm trying to help? Why would Jordan, why would David, why would any of these guys if I can't set the example? So I have to set the example for myself. And in it, before anything, the time off, time with my family, with my girlfriend, and the time for myself and my training goes in the calendar first, and then work gets built around it. Which is a lot at the moment, but that's a good thing. (laughs) And thankfully I enjoy it. (laughs) Um, I I would do these calls for free. Um, So again, it's all fun and games. Um, But anyone get any questions on that? I know that was quite a lot. That was quite a long presentation I've done. Um, Not normally as long as that. Anyone get any questions?
2: What was the name of the new topic that you said that you were trialing out um let me let me grab let is, me grab the, the, let is me. It the mixable um, yeah. ghost one for it's supposed to be for like gamers and stuff yeah yes that's yeah. exactly what it's called <laughs> it's
0: got it's got gamers or something on it um but again i have never tried one before so i may just be you know a noob <laughs> if that's the word <laughs> um i may be kind of hypersensitive to it um but this is what I have. This this here. Perfect. Yeah. Ghost. Ghost Gamer. And the two of the ingredients that I mentioned on this are in this. Yep. So it, t- 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 taurine as well was another one. Um, yeah. Definitely definitely worth a bash. I, don't, I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't overly expensive. It was maybe 20, 25 quid. It wasn't a huge investment. But, again... Mm-hmm. I'm willing to try things once and if, if, if it hadn't worked i wouldn't bought it again um but i will just kind of look at things and yeah i like i like being a guinea pig <laughs> i'm a sucker for for these sort of things
2: i use um lc on its own
0: do you do you, how do you take it uh, did you, you where do you get that? mark do you just buy the powder from somewhere it's
2: capsules from Is it it's capsules? supplemented.co.uk yeah um, but cool. you
0: can
2: get them on amazon cool no worries um, so it's like on the own. How, do you, how do you find that um i find it quite good i find a difference when I, I notice more when i don't take it um, and yeah. like if i've gone a couple of days i haven't taken it you feel like i generally take it in the morning with like black coffee yep um and if i just take like if i'm away somewhere and i just take black coffee yeah um you feel like you're not getting a kick from the black coffee the same yeah okay so um, I'm and i've right. also got my folks take it Yep. Um. Because obviously they're getting on a bit, and my dad especially notices it improves his short term memory. Yeah. You know, like um, you go out to the car and you think, if I come out to the car?" kind of thing, or you've gone upstairs, up <laughs> to the, the stairs, and you can't remember what you've gone to the top of the stairs for. Yeah. Um. He, he notices the difference with
0: it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Some of these things can be really useful so especially for, for for aging brains as well. You know. So again, definitely get some some utility. There. Um. But I'll give that a go. I've took a note. I'll buy it. <laughs> there
2: was a, there was another coffee that I tried as well before the Four Sigmatic one. Four Sigma- I,
0: I left. I have I have like two sachets of it left. I maybe bought some a year and a half ago. Um and i I tried it a couple of times. I, I can't even remember what it was well, like. Well the do
2: the Four Sigmatic do they do different ones. And yeah. So you get like think and you get defend and all that sort of stuff. So like the think with the lines means the best one. That's that's, that's the one I got. Yeah, that's generally my second cup of coffee in the morning. Nice, sounds good. <laughs> I, can't, I must admit I'm a fan of coffee myself. I, 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 <laughs> if you
0: cut me open, I would bleed coffee, I think. That's that. <laughs> um, but does anyone else have any other questions, anything we can help you with? Andrew. Yes. Stick Sticker on the coffee theme, mate. Um, yes. Uh, David mentioned in his call the other day, I'm pretty sure that... Um, you're not supposed to drink it between the, maybe that it was a seven and eight in the morning. Is that right? You say there's a, a, a time you're, that's not good to drink it. As you've mentioned, you have it at that time. So, so this is, this is, this is the argument and, and it's, and David is correct. It's not, it's, it's when you get up. So, and Jordan's talked about this as well. Um, and, and this is just me being me. Um, but when you wake up, the cortisol levels in your body will propel you through the first hour of the day you will get more of you will get more out of not drinking a coffee and having an hour after you get up than you will drinking it as soon as you get up the only reason i do it is because i like to and this is again just me personally i like to have the water the coffee come in here get settled and just get my head down for 3 hours <laughs> like i just don't i just do not move and, and, that, and that to me is more beneficial than waiting an hour and having to distract myself from the work I'm doing and then go through and make a coffee. And then I kind of lose my train. of thought that's the only reason I do it. But gi- legitimately, the, the, the research kind of points to <clears throat> give it an hour because the cortisol will actually propel you through the first hour of the day and you will get more of a hit from the caffeine or more from your coffee if you wait an hour or so. So David is correct. The only reason I do that is more for the personal, the way I have my morning set up, essentially. Does that make sense? Got you, mate. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more a personality thing than anything um, because I like to just get buckled down with zero distractions for the first three hours of the day. And I get, oh, I get a lot of work done then, um, which is which is which is key for me, um, to to really to really make it make it make the most of that before people are up, um, so that's the only reason I do it. Cool. Any other questions on anything I covered there?
2: Uh, I've got another one. Sorry. By the way, Mark, questions. It's lot back, of... it's back to coffee. Um, yep. What's your thoughts on bulletproof coffee?
0: Someone asked me this the other day. It depends. It depends what you want out of it. I have no inherent problem with it, and I see no great benefit to it. It is coffee with some fat in it. That's ultimately what it is. And, for example, let's look at it this way. If you want to use bulletproof coffee, for anyone who doesn't know what bulletproof coffee is, it is essentially coffee with MCT and a couple of other things in it, MCT oil, which is basically fat. Think about it as coffee with, with some fat in it. Now, if you're using it for to, 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 to get you through maybe the first half of the day, and you would like to just fast until, let's say, lunchtime, and you want something of substance that's very easy to digest, and you feel good consuming fat and the caffeine, which a lot of people do, then Perfect. But if you're using it for just to try something, as like a gimmick because it may give you some benefit, but then you're going and eating a breakfast and having something at 11 and then you're just going into a normal day where well, you've just added two, 300 calories to your daily routine and you've probably made weight loss more challenging. So again, it depends on the purpose. So it's, it's, I have no problems with it and I have nothing that I absolutely love about it. Um, it's just very much dependent on the circumstances of what you're trying to achieve with it.
2: Does that make sense, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I, I drank them for quite a while, um, yeah. and I found them quite good from the point of view of uh, if that's what you're having first thing in the morning, you could get through lunchtime without 100%. feeling... And then, the And
0: there's, there's absolute utility in that. There is, there is absolute utility in that. If you're someone who likes not eating the first half of the day, but, well, you prefer not to eat the first half of the day, and, you know, you're finding you were maybe getting hungry around 10, 11, you're just kind of, you know, and then it's, you're reaching for a biscuit and some snacks and some rubbish or whatever. Well, if you switch to the Bulletproof Coffee and that takes you through to lunchtime, well, that's a positive switch.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so again, it, it, it depends on the circumstance and the person. Um, I have no wild, um, what's the word? I have no strong opinion either way. Cool. Any other questions? All good. Jordan, we get some from checking.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, just before I go into that, um, just talking on your point there on the structure and yeah. having a plan. So I'm similar to Andrew in that I like a detailed plan like that to follow. But I also know that, especially if you've got kids, or uh, depends on what you've got in work yeah, just, and stuff you like could- that. You can you can put me
0: in your place with that. <laughs> yeah, no
3: things things don't always go go to plan. Uh, you just, <laughs> like there's things out with your control, but I think even just having that blueprint, regardless, does make such a massive difference. Like ah, it actually just removes a lot of stress for me. I think just knowing having stuff written down, knowing what I'm going to be doing, what I've got on, and just if things do need to change from for whatever reason, at least I know what I've still got to do. And it, just having the blueprint there definitely makes a big difference. So. Yeah, if you don't do sort of plan in advance, just try it, and honestly, you'll see progress and results take a massive, massive step forward. So, yeah. well, yeah. I
0: mean, Jordan's Jordan's got what a newborn the last few weeks, and then you've got Rosie's what is she, she two? Two, yeah. yeah. So you you you've got a handful there, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for anyone who, who 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 doesn't work with Jordan directly, Jordan does not miss anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> I coached Jordan to his photo shoot last year and he is the only client in AMF history that tracked his macros and tied them into the app every single day. I have never done that. <laughs> he literally did not miss a day the whole year I coached him. I'm talking Christmas Day, New Year's, <laughs> holidays, everything. <laughs> he didn't miss a workout. He didn't miss tracking his macros and he has all of that to deal with. And, and, and he worked for me inside the EMF with 40 clients, had a nine-to-five job, and had his children as well. I I, th- I, I like to kid myself on that I've got a lot on with two businesses, <laughs> but I can imagine it would be a hell of a lot more with two kids. Um, so if there's anyone you want to, to get a lesson in structure and planning and listen to on that, Jordan's certainly someone you like to, you want to listen to.
3: Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I mean, no, but definitely, structure, having yeah. a plan, having a blueprint there definitely makes a big difference. So um, but uh, yeah, QA. So, just a couple of questions. Ramon's asked a, a really good one, actually. Um, so, sleep versus steps. So, say you're getting to the end of it, yeah. it's late in the day, you've not got your steps in, but yep. you know, if you do it, you're going to cut short your sleep. Yep. What do you prioritize and, and why?
0: If, it's, if, if it, it
3: depends. Again,
0: it's always a depends question. Uh, and I have, I have come up against this myself. I did when I was in my photo shoot. If I can get seven hours of sleep, I'm good. So if, if, if me cutting from eight to seven means I get more steps in, I'll do the steps. If it means going from seven to six or seven to six and a half, hmm, I'm going to think about it. <laughs> um, it depends how low the steps are as well. If they're really in the toilet, I will probably go and do some steps ultimately though there is one thing to look at here you can very easily catch up in steps it's more challenging to catch up and sleep yeah. so you can for example we talk in seven-day increments you do weekly check-ins we ask you to hit an average across the week and, and if you're someone who has a hell of a lot on monday through friday but your schedule's a little clearer on the saturday sunday you should be making advantage or taking advantage of that. And let's say we hit you and set you an average of 10,000 steps, but you know, you're going to struggle to get maybe seven to eight during the week. Well, the Saturday, Sunday, you should be out getting 15, 20k. And I would push everyone to do that. Um, So you can always make up steps. It's more difficult to make up sleep, in my opinion. Um, So again, that's a consideration as well. But I would more often than not say sleep is the priority. Um, But again, it depends. Like if I was, as long as I get six and a half, personally, I will, I much prefer seven. And I will always try and get seven. And very rarely with a sacrifice, seven hours sleep for most steps. So again, it kind of depends on who you
3: are and what you need. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think, see if you're sitting at somewhere like 7,000 steps or something, yeah. and it means you have to cut out half an hour's sleep or something to just get to 10,000, then I, I wouldn't do that. Just yeah. get sleep. Just it depends. Sleep. I mean, if I was sitting at 2,000 yeah. <laughs> for the day, I'd be like, oh, shit, I'm better going to get some
0: steps in here. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends on where you're at. But yeah. as always, like, literally, I mean, again, it depends, like... There's very rarely, I, I, because of the 3x15 method, that I don't get my steps in. Um, but if there is a day that is you know, maybe lagging behind, I will always make up the next,
3: and I'll proactively make sure I do that. Good good question, though, Ramon. That was good. Um, then the only other question was from Andrew Shard. He says, um, when you're measuring your body stats each week, how do you make sure you stay consistent? Um, this,
0: is, in, in this, this, this this is this is how I do it. Um, landmarks. <laughs> you've got you've got you've got a wee freckle in your arm that's always that's not that's not going to move anywhere. <laughs> like you've got a spot in this arm that you're going to always kind of you know you've got a mole in that arm or something like that that you're always going to align it to. <laughs> that's how I like to do mine. Ultimately, when it comes to measuring, you're trying to get as close as you can. Try and pick, as I said, landmarks. Belly button, easy. <laughs> you know, waist measurements, the easiest one to do. Right across your belly button, it's not going to go anywhere. When it comes to my legs, arms, and, and chest, chest again is relatively easy. Right under your armpits, it's, it's hard to go wrong. If someone you know helps you out with it as well, you just need to make sure it's straight and it's under your armpits. You know, it, it it's not going to change. Um, and then when it comes to your arms and legs. Go down the mid, like try and get to the middle of your arm and the middle of your leg. But again, look for a spot or you know, maybe a little mark or something that you have in your skin because we all have them. Um, to try and keep it consistent, but ultimately, if you're getting in the ballpark, you're good to go. And the most important measurement for us is waist, yeah, which is which you're always going to get consistent. For the yeah. most part, unless unless you have a very aggressive muscle building goal, about your, your your goals are specific to muscle building, which they aren't for most on the, on this program anyway. Um, Where biceps, chest, legs, and you're really trying to add some size, there will be more of a concern. But again, you will get a rough gauge. You know, and you should be looking for patterns across three four weeks. You should be graphing things out across four weeks. Don't stress about week to weeks. Um, it's good to see them changing, but you, you should be seeing you know significant changes month to month. That's where you should be looking. Make sense?
2: Yeah. Cheers, Andrew.
0: Cool. Good man. Anything else I can help anyone with? Anything else at all? Any other questions? All good. No, no that was that was everything for the QA this week. Well, everyone, thank you very much for your attendance tonight. For those in the Accountability Bootcamp. Be prepared for the first workout tomorrow. I'm going to throw one into the chat for you all to hit. Um, I was going to do it today, um, but I did not do it because of this call. Um, so I wanted everyone a chance to get in the call. But tomorrow there will be a bonus point for an additional workout. <laughs> so be in the lookout. And of course, if you haven't done so already, please check in. I will be going through them early morning. So if you haven't done check-in by this evening, good luck. <laughs> um that's all Thank that's you. Said. <laughs> um, but if everyone can check in this evening finish things off for us that'd be absolutely perfect anyone get any other questions anything at all by all means let me know um, and if there's anything again I'll, uh, we ask this every week and check-in and I really do mean it Um, Frank sent a, a across a few fantastic suggestions for me yesterday if there's anything anyone has, can suggest to improve this program to make it better to give you a better client experience anything at all, please let me know. Shoot me a message directly. We implement almost everything. This was spawned off of John Hurry's suggestion of accountability partners. Um, there, was, there was loads of other things. Stephen on the program suggested a weight tracking in the spreadsheet. He suggested redesigning the spreadsheet. Frank's come up with a great idea for the shopping list that I'm trying to get someone to look at. So there's loads of things we're always trying to improve on. And again, if we can all put our heads together, we can give you a better service because I will aggressively try and implement anything and everything, if it makes sense. Um, And as always, if there's anyone you know that we can help going into Q4, we would love a referral. Big Pav got us a couple today. (laughs) So if there's anyone you know who's just looking for some help going into Q4, by all means, set them up with a chat. But thank you very much for your time tonight, everyone. Hopefully you've enjoyed the call. If there's anything else you need from us, please let us know. Enjoy the rest of your week and have a great
1: weekend.
2: Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.
2: See you later on. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.
1: You've been listening to Fitness for 9 to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown-ass human being. You have a job, maybe two. Kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.